Welcome everybody to Pick and Roll. This is the NBA betting show you get every single weekday, Monday through Friday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time on the Board Twitter account at the Board NBA and on the Board NBA YouTube channel. The Board is the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. Visit thehammer.bet for all of your sports betting content needs. And on this show, my name is Jacob. I am your host. We go through some NBA discussion with Pips NBA on Twitter, and also to end off the show, we go through the official bets as brought to you by Pips. And we have a really good slate to go through with you guys for today. Before we get started, let's just recap yesterday's plays. Uh, we had two same game parlays, and unfortunately, uh, we'll go. We'll talk about the the one with Kevin Durant and Demontis Sabonis. I think we'll we unfortunately have to chalk that one up to an, uh, a strange blowout. The Sacramento Kings absolutely blow out. The Brooklyn Nets, they put up 153 points. That limits the bonus minutes later in the game. Is Pips, is, uh, am I on the right track with the way you saw that one play out? Yeah, that's basically it. And Kings didn't miss like any shots. So there were a low rebounding opportunities for for the for him offensively. That's way that's where I thought he had a great chance to gather some rebound. And Nets didn't actually a lot of ton of rebounds, even though they lost by a lot, but they scored a bunch of points. I mean, they didn't lose because their offense wasn't good enough. They lost because they couldn't stop anything from the Kings. And we'll get further into the Brooklyn Nets a little bit later with our discussion. We'll go to the other game where Jalen Brunson easily clears his point total. Lowry Markkinen has his lowest output of this season so far as the Jazz start to slump after the really hot start to the season. Uh, what did you notice from this game that went wrong? Uh, yeah, that was a strange one. So in the first half, uh, Lowry missed three wide open trees and then got blocked three times on a, on a dunk attempt. And oh. then in the second half, he was like the playing P.J. Tucker role, was so passive. Like I think he didn't attempt a single field goal attempt in the entire third quarter. He was just standing there without confidence. And Kelly Olinik just went nuts and took yes. over his usage. So, yeah, that, that was it. I mean, strange game. Knicks, after that Oklahoma City Thunder game, they just wanted to slow things down. Slow things down and they did a great job at defending this Utah Jazz. And, yeah, that's it. So, very unfortunate. Um, we have to move. We, uh, we have two official plays coming today where we hope to really bounce back and get some winners in. Before we do that, again, I did want to touch on the Brooklyn Nets as one of the teams. So yesterday, if you caught the episode, we talked about two Western Conference teams that were struggling, if that is reason to panic, or if they will, we're confident they will trust the process and they'll make it back. Today, we want to cover two Eastern Conference teams, as I mentioned. want to point out as well, maybe a little of the elephant in the room. If you were on Twitter following the Board NBA channel, you saw there was a bit of confusion over the YouTube channel. I'm happy. You're happy. I'm very happy that you're watching this on YouTube on the original the Board NBA YouTube channel. Uh, the channel was originally taken away. We did appeal. We expected the appeal not to go through and just kind of covered our bases, but the appeal did go through and uh, or it was received and the decision was reversed. So we're back on the original YouTube channel and uh, we'll decide what to do with the. The new one, which is no longer the board. We're here to stay. Everything is back on its normal platform. But Pips, Brooklyn, is there reason to panic about this team? Or are they good enough that they can recover from this very slow start to the season? Defensively, it is a problem. They are 6-9. and nine. 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the the change was like the, the some I think mental impact on this team. They they started playing. I mean, after the Steve Nash was fired, but over the f- first five games after uh, the the coach coach change, the Nets had the number one defensive rating in the entire NBA. Like they went from the worst to the best and were ranked, I think, like sixth overall, which was amazing. You know, we talk about like first five, six, seven games, like the net defense is bottom of the NBA. And then I just checked like three days ago and they were ranked fifth in the entire NBA. But I think that's mostly because they played some bad teams. I mean, they played Wizards who were like shooting 30% from the field. (laughs) Then played Charlotte Hornets without Lamelo Ball, Hayward, I mean, G League team. Then had again game against Dallas where Lucas just tired and yeah, they was playing super slow and yeah, and they played then against the Clippers who are like second worst offense in the league. Then they played against the Lakers who are the worst the offense in the league. Like they played like a bunch of bottom five offensive teams in the league, and yeah, that impacted their defense and everyone was like. Oh, it's, suddenly they are playing great defense. But I, I watched the tape and I didn't saw any improvement. He was like, they were a bit more hustling, but their defense is still not. They are still playing like five guys, and none of these guys is a plus defender. So everything came back last night when they played Sacramento Kings. Like they almost scored 150 points in that game. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, other more with the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, it's just. Encore product, they don't have good defenders out there. They were leaning heavily on Ben Simmons this season, it looks like. Ben clearly isn't in like the best mental state right now to produce his best basketball. There's been criticism from apparently people within the Brooklyn Nets organization we've seen on Twitter through through Shams Charnia today that yeah. Brooklyn aren't happy with what they're getting out of Ben. And Ben Simmons says he understands the skepticism, but he's bought it and he wants to improve. But it doesn't really seem like he's on course to really doing that. It, and when they hired new head coach Jacques Vaughn, I, I don't know what kind of message a coach is sending when he's in his first press conference as head coach saying, I'm not I'm probably not the first guy you wanted or expected to be here. Why would you bring that up? Like like there's already enough going on with your team with Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, the Durant trade thing with uh Josiah, the owner. Why add on to that and give anything else for people to kind of use to, to showcase the dysfunction with your team? So, yeah, panic time for the Brooklyn Nets. We'll switch over to another team in the East. This is a team in the Chicago Bulls who have probably playoff aspirations. They are 6-8, and eight, and I'll ask again, is it time to panic on the Bulls, or should we trust the players they have to kind of figure it out, get back on track? It is early in the season, but what do you think about the Bulls? So the Bulls, I mean... Before the season, the win total was set at 43 and a half, and I was heavily under on it. Like, uh, me too. <laughs> this 6 8 pace is like, I think, what, what I expected, like uh, a small amount below 5,500. 5, mm-hmm. So I, I do expect them to be like break even on the season, like 40 wins or something. And I think they are on pace on that, especially since they. They missed Lavin some games. 
And yeah, loving when he gets back to the usual form and he gets back to his best with Demar. I mean, my biggest issue with the, the, their team is Nikola Vucevic. He just doesn't go go well with Demar and oh, yeah. uh, with Lavin. Uh, last game against the Denver, how did Denver defeat them? They just hedged the screens on Demar and Lavin. And with Vucic not being any role man threat, they just killed their offense. Like, so they take away Demar DeRozan mid range, they take away Lavin drives, they take away Lavin trees, and Vucic can't profit from it. There's no way for him. So, yeah, Vucic poor defense, slow. They just can't, they, they need to play drop coverage, which is not great when you have Lavin and Demar DeRozan on the team. And Vucevic is not great at doing it. And on the offense, of course, when he's shooting 30% from the three and three is not falling, like, what's the use of this guy? Right? Yeah. So I think their biggest concern is Nikola Vucevic on both, end, both ends. And currently they're playing decent, nothing great, nothing terrible. So, yeah, they had a pretty tough schedule, too. They, they actually had played some, some great teams so far. And, yeah. Obviously, lost to the San Antonio Spurs and uh, I don't know Wizards is not something they should lose if they think to make to, to to make make it to the playoffs. But yeah, we never yeah, know. Yeah, with that with that team not great defensively, it doesn't help that Lonzo Ball remains out injured. It should have been a short injury, but I think a botched surgery has led him to miss all this time. DeRozan's a bad defender. Levine's not a great defender. Vucevic is. Pretty a really bad defender, I'd say. Patrick Williams is a good defender, but he can't really do enough out there. Caruso can't be in all the time, as good of a defender as he is. He can't be in there all the time because he's just not a great offensive player. So the Bulls are kind of stuck with what they have here. They kind of panicked on a trade to get Vucevic. He is a former all-star, but like I said, not a great defender. And when he's not shooting the three ball well, he's a bit limited in his max offensive output. The Bulls gave away... Uh, I looked it up here. Two protected first-round picks. Wendell Carter Jr., who, by the way, Wendell Carter would probably look really good with this team right now. And yeah. Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter Jr., I'm sure they don't really care about losing. But Wendell Carter, they like him in Orlando. And just I think that's a really good fit for this Bulls team, just having him in there instead of and, Vucevic. And the picks turn out to be Franz Wagner. I mean... Oof. That's got to stay. Yeah, and Wendell Carter is probably now way better player than Vucevic, which is on probably on both ends of the court. So yeah. <laughs> that one's gotta stay for the balls. Yeah, one of probably one of the worst trades in the re- in the recent years. It was one of those like as soon as the trade happened, it was kind of a question mark. That's probably a little bit too much. But yeah. the Bulls live in that. They're probably gonna try to around five hundred, so maybe not time to panic. I think this is just what you kind of expected the Bulls to be at this point in the season. So let's move into the official pick segment for today. We got two official picks. Uh, we do have the new layout for today, trying to streamline, streamline everything at the Hammer Betting Network. But the first pick, we are going to yesterday's hot topic, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are facing the Orlando Magic. No Paolo Bancaro for this one. Really, the Timberwolves really need a win, and maybe a big part of that could be Carl Anthony Towns. So here is the first pick. So our first bet is Carl Anthony Towns over 25 and a half, and a half points, which is minus 115 at Fendel. So, yeah, I just think this line is 
way too low for our towns. I mean, he's like he had seasons where he had like 26, 27 points on average, and he was going over this line pretty easily. Yeah, Orlando defense is just not great, and they have Jalen Sachs, who will probably be on one of the D'Angelo Russell or Edwards, and Chumo Keke, we probably get Edwards. So they are to their, to their best defensive players. Chumo Keke did amazing job over the last couple of games on the best players. So I think with, uh, with lower usage from Edwards and D'Angelo Russell, and we just can't expect anything from McDaniels and Gobert, I think this is a great game for Towns to try. And over the last couple of games, we've seen like Mason Plumlee scored 18 points against the, this Magic defense. We saw Shingun scoring 20 points. I mean, they, they just, when we look at the stats, they, they, it seems like they're a decent uh, defense at inside, at par forward and center. But they play like Dallas twice, and you get Pavel and Dorian Finney Smith. You played Hornets twice, you get Plumley. Uh, Boston was playing only uh, at five. So these are players who score usually like six to eight points. And when you have a multiple games against the, those teams, uh, allowing points from center, center position will obviously be very lower than, and then the, then the bookies set the lines uh, around that. And I think this line should be like 22 and a half or 23 and a half for, um, for towns. And actually, he scored 21 or more points in nine straight games in 20 plus, 28 plus minutes. And I think the way Minnesota is playing, they should play Carl Anthony Towns like 35, 36, maybe even 38 minutes tonight. And yeah, my only concern for this bet is can he stay out of the foul trouble? But with a couple of recent games, I think that's the main goal for him tonight. And we could see him finally getting over. He scored twenty uh, season high twenty nine points in the last game. So Carl Anthony Towns with probably not even a, a big game, just one that you'd kind of expect him to go over consistently in his career. Just had not had a great start to the season. Hopefully, a good performance and good minutes tonight for him. So we move into the next game where we visit. Sorry, I have the wrong one up here. We have the Bulls at the Pelicans. And Bulls, a team that we were just speaking about, could really use a victory here. The Pelicans looking pretty good to start the season as well. But DeMar DeRozan is the guy that you want to have on the point. So here's the pick. Pick is DeMar DeRozan over 24.5 points, which is minus 105 at DraftKings. So, yeah, we actually bet DeMar DeRozan on points the last time they played Pelicans. And he ended up scoring 33 points. And as we already talk, talk about the Bulls, like there, there is not just, there is no, he, he can't have a game like where he sits back and doesn't, doesn't have a high usage because they, they'll probably lose. So this is like time that the Marjorie should take over. And actually he has a 24 points uh, average in, on, on the season, but that's um, like the is for years, a terrible performer in back-to-back games. And if we exclude a, a three back-to-back games and the Toronto games where he was like triple team whenever he crossed the half court, <laughs> yeah. uh, when we exclude those five games, 
and Demar Derozan uh, averages 31 points this season. So yeah, I think this line is way too low, especially when we look at the last game where he scored 33 points. He attempted 25 field goal attempts and go went to the line. So I think if he just can get the same usage, it will be like great. Uh, and we saw like uh, I mean Pelicans defense ain't good. They are just I think uh, somewhere above the average, and the, 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 that's because their bench is amazing. But their starting unit is not great, especially if Zion is playing. And they really struggle with pick and roll defense. So we saw last night, John Moran scored 36 points. Yep. A few days ago, Jalen Green, Kevin Portman Jr. combined for 60 points. And Trey Young scored 34. And yeah, the, um, the main pick and roll players just in the first scoring option do great against them. And I think we could see amazing game from Jamar DeRozan here. Yeah, Pelicans are super athletic team, super talented offensively. Sometimes that should be enough for them. They just need to be about average, and their offense should take over. But we're not really concerned about the Bulls winning this game. We're concerned about putting points up on the board for a guy like DeMar DeRozan. So we'll recap the two plays that we have for you guys today. Uh, we're happy to be back today. There was questions about if there would be a show today, given the issue of the YouTube channel. But two official plays. Let's hope to get some winners. First pick is... Carl Anthony Towns over 21 and a half points. That was available for minus 115 at FanDuel. You can grab that. And then the second official play is DeMar DeRozan over 24 and a half points. That is minus 105 at DraftKings. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the board NBA and supporting the channel. I know we had a confusing 16 to 18 hours here, but we are here to stay. You can catch us at the board NBA on Twitter at the board NBA on YouTube as well, and also beyond the live streams at 11.15 a.m. Eastern time every single weekday. You can tune into the podcast form. Same thing, just audio form. You can download it, listen to it on your commute home from work on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. This show is as part of the Hammer Betting Network. Visit thehammer.bet for all of your sports betting content needs, and we will see you tomorrow for more picks and bets. (laughs) 